What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, joined by my co-hosts, Micah hey. and Carrie. What's up? So look, we're going a little the big show, which is not normal for us in <laughs> December. It's usually the 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 dregs of the uh, of the gaming news sphere. Uh, but we're going off book a little bit today because we were going to talk about cyberpunk up front with our impressions, but it doesn't make a lot of sense to talk about cyberpunk our impressions without also talking about everything else going on around cyberpunk because it has dominated uh, the news cycle for the past week or so um, with a lot of controversy and a lot of stuff going on uh, that we should discuss. But first, Micah and I have both been playing it. Uh, there won't be any spoilers in our in our impressions that we're giving here, so don't worry about that. Um, Mike, I'm not sure where you are. I am. I I have not gotten to play it as much as I would have liked to, because uh, I've had some other stuff going on that's kept me distracted. Um, I have finished the prologue, basically. Oh, that's it. Like I like I've I've, I've done the the mission in uh, Nakatomi Plaza, and <laughs> and then uh and and you know everything that happens after that, essentially. Um, do you have a, uh, do you have a vehicle? Yeah, I have a car. Were you, were you given a vehicle? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm further along than you are. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, well, what do you think about this game? Um, it's fine so far. It's kind of hard cause I'm in, I'm still in very much the, the buildup, right? Like this game is a very long, uh, prologue as it seems like most, you know, 60 70 hour RPGs do <laughs> anymore yeah. nowadays. Like Assassin's Creed had the same had the same fucking thing. Um so I, I haven't really gotten a feel for it yet. Uh first person open world role playing games are usually not my preferred genre of game. Um I've never had much success with like the Fallout franchise for example or Elder Scrolls or things of that nature. Um but I like the world in this one so far, and I'm enjoying the enjoying the setting. Um, it's not nearly as Blade Runnery type of cyberpunk as I was hoping for. Yeah. Um, it's much more of a. I guess, it's almost weird to call it like a contemporary cyberpunk, which doesn't is a term that really doesn't make any sense. But you understand what I'm trying to say. It's more of a yeah. evolution of the world that we currently live in. Yeah, in many it respects. feels like it feels like it's maybe. 50 years into the future. Right. Whereas I was expecting like a little more grit, a little more grime. Mm -hmm. uh, I was expecting Nice City to be kind of dirty um, when in actuality. And look, well, we're playing, on, I'm playing on an Xbox Series X. Mm -hmm. and you're playing on a PlayStation 5. Mm -hmm. um, I tried it on Xbox One because I, I still have my day <laughs> just, one. Just Xbox for curiosity's sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, I wanted to see how uh, uh, Smart Delivery is. Right. Smart Delivery, pretty awesome, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. it, it's, a, it's a quick sync and you're right there. Um, and then and, and I, I played uh, Cyberpunk on a day one Xbox One. Mm. I'm never doing it again. I, God help you if you are playing it on a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One. Um, now, I did it before all, like, the hot fixes and all that stuff. Mm. Um, it's atrocious. It's, it's god-awful. And if those are your only way of playing it, uh, if, you haven't bought it if, if you haven't bought the game now, don't buy it. Mm -hmm. like, just, just wait. 
uh, I would honestly just just upgrade a PC or or get a new system and play it on or that. Or, or weirdly enough, play it on Google Stadia. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. So it is it is not worth playing on a PlayStation Four or an Xbox One. Um, this game is fine. Mm-hmm. It it it's uh it's fine. I I like the world. The world is keeping me um, interested. You know, I always try to play those Bethesda games, and I I've only really gotten into Fallout Four, and that's just because I kind of made myself do it. Mm-hmm. And I've only gotten into Skyrim because I kind of made myself do it. Like I I like the I don't I don't like Mad Max type like post apocalyptic stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't like stuff in that's like retro, and that's Fallout, right? And I and I and I'm not into high fantasy as much as I am into science fiction. Uh, and high fantasy is is you know the Elder Scrolls. So this is this is cool for me. I I enjoy this game, but the game is not perfect. And we'll we'll talk about all the good stuff. And we'll talk about all the bad stuff. Uh, but I have experienced. Uh, the bugs that you experience in these type of games, mm-hmm. not a lot of them. Um, I, I, on more than, more than a few occasions, I've had screen freezes mm-hmm. where the game just freezes for 10 seconds. And this isn't like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, these are 10 real time seconds to the point where I'm about to turn my system off, but then all of a sudden it, it comes up, right? There's, there's pop in, there's, you know, I've had some, some guns just kind of materialize in my hand. It's not polished, right? Mm -hmm. It's not polished. And I, I, which I'm not mad at, right? What I am upset with is all of the discourse around it, right? I, I wasn't as like uber pumped for this game Mm -hmm. as apparently everyone else was. Like, I was excited for it, but I wasn't like, oh, I'm taking a day off and oh, I can't sleep, right? Like, I, I, and, and this game is, I'd have been fine if, if it got delayed again mm-hmm. to, to kind of just kind of iron some things out because it's not perfect. But when I, and I, I, I steered clear reviews uh, for this game uh, because I, I felt the, I felt the video game like populace kind of hyping themselves up. Mm-hmm. And I went back and I watched some of these reviews. Uh, I found out that they only gave you PC copies, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, come on, man. Not only, not only did they only give out PC keys, which is fine. I mean, it, I like, it. like you can I pick a system to play it on. They wouldn't let any reviewer, like even people who they was, they sent keys out to, show their in-game footage. Yeah, that's the thing that really stuck out right, to me. Right, before is, before the release date, essentially. Or I think before 24 if, if, hours. Like if you were doing a video review, yeah. you were not allowed to have your own in-game footage. You had to use trailer footage. Over over top of the footage. review, right. Yeah, and that's not... <laughs> that ain't cool, man. But at the same time, I see people... I see like people like praising this game, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, oh my God, it's an experience, 
else, right? It's a gaming experience. I mean, by the definition of the word experience, I guess you're having an experience playing the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're experiencing a game, yes. But but the way that people are, are lauding this, you know, and they tried to, you know, they, they mentioned the bugs and stuff like that, but it was just nothing but praise, right? Mm-hmm. And And I think that's kind of, I mean, you know, your opinion is your opinion. Uh, I like the game, by the way. I, I really do. I just think it, uh, my 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 darling wife is sending me a link from the Washington Post about Cyberpunk's uh, uh, Rocky um, uh, launch, <laughs> as if I don't know. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, I see the uh, I see all the all the discourse around this game, mm-hmm. and it it just it leads to a a bigger conversation about that we can have later. Um, But of of how we all just kind of, well, how everything is either epic or trash Mm. and there's nothing like there is no, I guess there is criticism, but I I don't know. I guess it's just me being an old man and, and seeing everybody's opinions. No, I mean, it it very much feels like kids these days, like cannot just let something just be fine. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Like, or just, or just like, let something be flawed, even. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like, like it's. You're allowed to enjoy things that are flawed. I have said this over and over and over again. You're allowed to let, like things that are less than great. Well, so let me let me ask you a question in terms of performance, and it, it it just goes to show you where this game's at right now. That we literally spent like two minutes talking about the game, and then spent the rest of the time so far talking about everything surrounding the game. Um. The Witcher, because I wasn't, I didn't play that when it first came out. What was the performance of Witcher Three like when that released? I don't, I don't remember it being this talked no, about. It, it because it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't. I, I recall I don't, it having some issues, right? But nothing as egregious as what I've been hearing about with Cyberpunk. Well, and and yeah. it's and it's funny because with Cyberpunk, it sure seems like. That the biggest issue is centered around the old gen console performance. Because anyone that I've talked to that's played this on a PC with the specs to handle it or a next gen console has experienced the normal run of the mill open world RPG style like bugs and and dumb shit that you see in games like, you know. Stuff that come from Bethesda, or or you know, stuff from, you know, like your MMOs, that you know, Final Fantasy fourteen type style games, and and that sort of thing. Whereas with the old gen consoles, where it's nearly unplayable, this is this is comparable to like when Skyrim released on PS three levels yeah. of of badness. Essentially, so, someone asked a question on Twitter that I feel like is. Worth worth asking on this show. Mm-hmm. If your game was announced mm-hmm. in 2013, then you'd think yes, it would. And it then should work on the development <laughs> in 2016, when the quote last gen consoles were considered current gen or next gen consoles, and then you claim that you did not spend enough time on the last gen version, then what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> And I think that's a valid question. 
Uh, well, no, no, apparently it's not. Apparently, uh, apparently <laughs> well, here, here's 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 more. Apparently, any mild criticism of CD Projekt Red means you're not a real well, here, gamer. I forgot. Here's here's beyond this. Take let's take this a step beyond what you're saying, Carrie. Technically, the Xbox Series X and PS5 versions of this game don't actually exist yet. Like yeah. like like the PS5 and the Series X are just playing the PS4 and Xbox One versions of the game. Correct. But since they have better hardware. They're able to run them in a much more efficient and stable fashion than, than the old hardware does, um, which is crazy to mm-hmm. me. Um, and and even and even PC, like if you're playing it on a on a low spec machine, is not a great experience either. Um, and and I guess this uh, it's it's good to p- kind of pivot in this. So it 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 was a little galling, I gotta say. Uh, to have, you know, a couple days after this game comes out, CD Projekt Red release a statement that they probably wrote before the game even released, to be to be quite frank, about the, about the performance issues in the game and its inexcusable state on old generation consoles and, and things of that nature. Combine that with the, hey, you can't show your game footage beforehand. Combine that with the fact that they consciously did not show it running on the actual, you know, old hardware or at least not in a in a very controlled environment because they did have some gameplay footage on Xbox One X and PS4 Pro but it wasn't, you know, it was a vertical slice, it wasn't wasn't yeah. anything crazy. Yeah, it was driving around in a car for like 30 seconds. Right. Like so so if if you if you add all these up together, it's very clear that CD Project Red knew that the game was not really in a releasable state for old gen consoles. And yet they released it anyway. They were still happy to take people's money and to, and to, to cash in on the game regardless of this fact. And that's, that is like I said, we, I, I personally, and, and we on the show have, have certainly called out Bethesda for releasing games in buggy, you know, messy states before, and and deservedly so. Bethesda, there's a difference between messy and unplayable, right? There's there's a huge difference, and there's also a huge difference in kind of like consciously doing it. Like I legitimately don't think Bethesda thought that the PS3 version of Skyrim, for example, when that first dropped, was going to be as, as bad, bad as it was. As it was, considering that it ran fine on you know PC and and ran fine and on PC, Xbox ran 360. fine on 360, right? Yeah. So, so I don't, I don't, I don't contribute any malfeasance to them in that regard. But this is, this is just, this is de- this deceptive. Is it, it's, like... it's, it's deceit. It's, it's absolute deceit on the part of Siege Progress to release this game without giving people a heads up, without being like, hey, it's, you know, it's not good right now. Like we'll put it out, but you know, it's going to have problems for a while, and we're working it, on it. But this or the other thing, it does inherently feel like a purposeful misleading of mm. their consumer base to make no effort to show any significant amount of gameplay mm-hmm. on PS4, Xbox One, to not only not no effort, they t- they made effort to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like con- right. conscious effort to make sure that the gameplay did not see the light of the, day. The whole fact. thing with the, with the game reviewers <laughs> not being sent any, like zero console keys were sent out. 
it's one thing if if the PC key is sort of the default, but mm. many reviewers or many many publishers, if a reviewer is like, "Hey, I don't have X Y Z thing. Can I have you know an option B?" Um, yeah, usually publishers will allow that to happen, but CD Projekt Red like refused to send out mm-hmm. console keys, which I think is the key difference here. Um, yeah, like feels fucking bad man like it's, it's almost uh, it's almost as if they're one of the evil corporations in their game huh. <laughs> and, and, and but, i see all these people praising them like do you know what game you're playing well and that's and so that and so that's the thing so so you the the question is if you know this why would you do this why would you put out this game in this state knowing the negative pr that's going to result knowing the criticism knowing that you're going to get you're going to get dragged around the room, and that is because we've seen time and time again, company company among company, there is no actual tangible price to be paid for doing it. The the one of the other stories that came out amidst everything was a memo that went around internally at CDPR. That said that the revenue that it generated from digital pre-order sales alone, not even counting physical sales, not even counting any digital purchases after release, the, the digital pre-order revenue by itself recouped all of the marketing and production and promotional costs for the game up front. That's a lot because like like they and the mar- there was a marketing blitz, mm-hmm. especially you know closer to to um, uh, release. Which again, the marketing, all of the marketing is Xbox branded. Mm-hmm. All of the marketing is Xbox branded. You know what an Xbox is? A console. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they had Keanu Reeves come out. And say you're breathtaking at a Microsoft. Yeah, right. Xbox at a Microsoft event. presentation. <laughs> so I don't want to hear people like, oh, well, you know, you should be playing it on PC. No, I'm playing it on the system that they that they are pushing, that they said that I can play it on. Yeah. Uh, it it's I mean it's, if, it's, if it's one thing for I, I feel like in general, a lot of people have accepted that in many cases across, mm-hmm. I would say, almost every game, the PC version of the game, if you can run it at the highest specs, is going to be the best version of the game. That's just, I feel like if you're into gaming in any serious capacity, you just know that by now. Mm-hmm. But not everyone has a PC. Right? Most most people probably most people, are, are not not a high end gaming PC. You know, so. not, high end gaming PCs are still very much sort of like a niche market in a lot of ways. Um, and and as Micah said, they they pushed so hard with with Xbox and the promotion of this game, and now they're like, oh well, obviously you should be playing it on PC. <laughs> yeah, it's it- no, how obvious, like. I, 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 it just, everything around, and that's the thing. I like the game, right? I don't think it's like some sort of revolution, mm-hmm. right? But it is very enjoyable. Um, the gunplay is surprisingly good. Oh, really? You're, see, I'm, I'm not enjoying the gunplay so far. But, it, well, it, it, because it's, I don't do a lot of it. 
is what yeah, like I, I do I, I'm a quick hat guy, right? Yeah. Like I'm a net runner. I'm doing a lot of quick hats. I'm I'm a mage or whatever. But the guns that and I'm using a lot of smart guns. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of find their target. Um, but when I don't have them, I'll, you know, I'll, if it, it, it suffers from the RPG problem of RPG shooter problem mm. of, Hey, I just shot you in the face with a shotgun and I saw 12 headshot icons from all the bucks that hit you in the head and you're still walking at me. Like it, it, I, I don't, I mean, it's, it, I guess it's just the nature of this type of game, but I, I think the gunplay is serviceable. The world is interesting. Uh, Keanu Reeves is a little Keanu Reevesy. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like he's just kind of reading lines. Like I've seen him do better. I've seen him act better, but it it just feels like he's kind of reading lines. But the characters around it are interesting. Um, this game has potential. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not the best open world game I've ever played. Um, rock stars are the kings of that, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. Um, and honestly, even Assassin's Creed has really yep, come up in the past has, couple of years. Yeah, so. they really have. Um, and it, it, it's weird because I'm I'm actually really enjoying the game, but like everything around it is is annoying to me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and and it's hard to divorce yourself from everything else that's going on around it because it's so like we follow the industry; it's in our face. I I imagine a lot of people playing this game aren't even privy to any of that stuff, which I I wish I could live in in such blissful ignorance, but but it's not; it's just not that way. One one thing that I'm curious that I'm not seeing this floated about as much, and and you think they would because the games industry journalists uh, tend to bang this drum a lot. If there is no game that has hopefully put the nail in the coffin of pre-order culture for consumers, like this would have to be it, wouldn't it? Like it, it, this, this is the like the shiny example. This is why you don't give people your non-refundable money, you know, months and months and months advance in a game coming out, Mike. This is why that you you don't yeah. want to to, to just kind of throw. <laughs> Throw money at this for you know for a costume or a skin or, or things of that nature because you never they didn't know. Even give me that right, and yeah, there wasn't even a bonus. <laughs> there wasn't even a bonus for this. Um, I like I, I would hope that at this point people understand that there's just no there's no tangible benefit to doing it. I don't care what bonus they give you. It, it, it's with with the in this day and age with consoles being what they are with crunch culture and a lot of people's desire to move away from it being what it is and with financial targets that still need to be hit by companies that are traded publicly still that's a that's a that's a mixture that combines into games that just aren't going to be done when they hit the streets and i i mm-hmm. think you need to wait to see what reviews look like from now on because you don't you you might not be getting a finished product at launch and and we've seen it time after time with game after game. And I'm not talking about like Assassin's Creed had bugs when it came out, but they knocked that shit out in like they were minor and they got knocked out in like a week. Like like that's normal run of the mill, you know, after certification. But we're still working on stuff, kind of stuff. This game needed to be in development for six more months. 
honestly. It really did. I mean, and uh, here's the thing. And the worst part about it is that, you know, it would have been six more months worth worth a crunch. Oh, uh, most likely. Team. Most likely. Uh, I, I mean, can't believe that they like they put fucking dick jiggle physics in this game, but they couldn't make the console versions playable. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I, I don't you know, you don't need all that. All that. The, the, the character customization is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, Saints Row did it first. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not terribly impressed with it, but there's there's other resources that could have been like this game is like on the one hand, like, yeah, I could kind of get immersed into it. And then the second I get immersed, something happens and it just takes me out of it. And I don't know, man, this is a weird one. This is a weird one. I would have waited if I didn't pre-order it. I would have waited. Yeah. And and it stinks because I really do want to play the game. Like like I've enjoyed what I've played so far. I want to play more. It's hard not to let the the whirlwind of information not creep into your head. I think that might be also part of the reason why I haven't prioritized playing this game as much as I thought I would. I th- I just might be kind of down because it sucks to hear people bitching about stuff related to it. Um, it's also a little disappointing. Like we don't know when the actual next gen versions of the game are coming out. They could, it could be two months from now. It could be six months from now. It could be a year from now. They could release in the same kind of hackneyed state that the game released in now. Like, cause that, cause you know, the, the, the ports next gen could result in all new and exciting bugs and issues and, and, and sort of things that, that might pop up. So that's been kind of a bummer. Um, but I want to play the game. Like, I don't want to have to wait four months to experience especially because I know in four months fucking Mass Effect Legendary Edition comes out and I'm going to want to play that. Like, like I want to be done with Cyberpunk in four months time. Um, so that's frustrating. It's frustrating that with all the delays that we couldn't withstand any more of them at this point. And, and it's just frustrating to see another company be fine with releasing a product that is good enough and it's and it's not even good enough, honestly. Like it's not even good enough. Yeah, it's like it's good enough on PC. Right, it's good. It's good enough on good PC. Enough, right. That like it's like, like buying, that. It's like buying a new car, right? Mm. And if you bought it on, if you if you got a PC, you bought a new car. If you got a a PS5 or a, or an Xbox Series X, you got a new car, but with no power steering. Like <laughs> yeah, you can play it, but it's kind of difficult. Mm. And then if you got a if you got this thing. On an X, a PS4, or Xbox One, is like buying a new car with no brakes <laughs> because you're gonna crash. <laughs> and it it just it and and for for a company that I don't know if they have positioned themselves this way or if fans have positioned themselves this way, but a little bit they, of both. They they are they are the pro gamer company, right? Mm. And and for them to do this especially with the content that is in this game, you know, the whole punk aesthetic is anti-establishment, anti-corporation. Like the, it's not very them, punk of them to do this. It's not very <laughs> punk of them to do it. And, and for them to do it is, is borderline egregious, man. I, if this was any other company, if this was any other, God forbid, if this was a fucking mass effect game, uh, I, I mean, if this was anything released by Bioware, 
Yo, that people people wouldn't. I would have to just get off of Facebook because people would would just be hating on it so much. Mm. But I just well, and, and, and that that was that was one of the fascinating things about Andromeda's launch is that even the Bioware diehards were not standing for for that right. game. Like 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 the they Bioware were they were, were like this. They were more game. they were they were more mad than anybody. In right. in, all, in all honesty. Um, <laughs> well, but let's, let's also remember what CDPR is ultimately. They're not this big company that's made all these games and is, they're, they're the Witcher company. They're right. the Witcher company. They, they made, they made a game series that was very good, but very niche and only on PC for a lot of years. Then Witcher 2 made its way out to console and, and more people started playing it. And then Witcher 3 was the first big one. That really stuck their their you know put their flag in the ground. Witcher three, if you really if you want to make a Bioware comparison, Witcher three was like kind of like their Mass Effect one. Like 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 realize that in a lot of ways, and and maybe 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 you could say it was actually like their Kotor. That might be a better a better comparison. I don't yeah, know, I but see it, what you mean. but I it, see, it's I see what you but that that was their first huge like successful big game. And and it got a, they got everyone's attention, and this is the follow up. And when you get those bands right, that like like you have those bands, and like they have like when they're on the indie scene, they have those albums that you know ten people listen to, and they're usually really good. And then they get that one big single, that one album that they blow up, and then all the pressure in the world comes down on their shoulders with that follow up album. And and a band's like second mainstream album often tends to be hyper criticized because it has to then carry on the expectations of the amazing first album that surprised you and came out of nowhere. That's what it kind of yeah. feels like to me in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I, I like this company. I like their games, right? I played the numbered with all three of the numbered Witcher games. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I, I like what they're doing, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to anoint any company as like the savior of, of video games. Like, like I'm, I'm also not going to nitpick, right? I'm not going to nitpick the bugs in this game because it, it's just, it's just something that happens. But when, when there are like, I'm not going to nitpick like a, a random NPC that i normally would not follow Mm -hmm. it, 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 you know, just walking around in circles. Like, I, who cares? I got shit to do, right? Right. <laughs> but if the game freezes for 10 seconds while I'm driving because it's got a load, I'm, I'm, I'm going to complain about that. <laughs> and, and there's nothing wrong with expecting with a certain level of, of quality. I'm not saying a game got to be perfect. I don't think any game is perfect. My favorite games aren't perfect. But... I, I want it to work. That's it. I just want it to work. Here's here's sort of my final thoughts on this issue mm -hmm. as far as CD Projekt Red is concerned. Um, previous success, and I would say uh, previous, uh, yeah, well, pr previous success should not mean that you get to hand wave current failures. Yeah. No. 
you're, you're and but you're, the problem you're right is that. that I think I think they a little bit and many of their fans especially are expecting people to hand wave the current failures that have come with cyberpunk because in many ways they are failures right they failed to release a playable product on console um and they failed to address the numerous issues that make even the next gen and pc versions um you know fully uh, a finished product um but I, I feel like their diehards are just, you know, around here being like, well, Witcher 3 is one of the best games of a generation. So, you know, Cyberpunk, duh, 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 you know, that's just how games are. You can't just wave it away, man. No, and, and, I, and I, feel like, I feel like for some of their diehard fans, the, the need to take that stance comes from seeing the negative PR and feeling the need to come to their, come to their defense and not let them take those slings and arrows, which is hilarious to me. Anyway, again, this is a giant corporation. They right. don't, they don't need, they don't need you taking, taking cannon fodder shots on the front lines. Fuck you. Like, right. <laughs> as, as, as they say, they, they pulled off the heist of the century. Like, they don't have to, they're not worried about you, <laughs> but, but, and I guess like if the next big CD project read, project came out in shambles then they then they might start because because again i we we said this for years leading up to mass effect andromeda is that and and we like i said we were on the front lines saying this and i will i will always be proud that we called this shit from a mile away is that ea p or mass effects fans were looking for a reason to shit on mass effect andromeda because they had a they had a bad taste in their mouth with how mass effect 3 ended and they carried that fucking shit with them for five fucking years. And so the minute the game came out and, you know, it had a lot of fucking texture issues and the characters were walking weird and had derpy faces and there was bugs like they, that's, that's all the red meat that they needed to, to jump on them. So, so CD project red is, I, I guess this is their mass effect three moment in some ways for them. So, so they better hope that Witcher four comes out and, and is, and is pristine, when it launches and look, they're going to fix this game. I have no doubt about that. It's going to, it's going to yeah. run play, you know, play great and run great, you know, in, in a matter of months or maybe a year or so at some point, once they get the bugs worked out because they did the same thing with Witcher three and that game runs really well and, and is a, is a shining example of, of a good open world game in terms of stability and things of that nature. It's just really disappointing that they didn't feel like they needed to release it in that fashion. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Yeah, but uh, maybe we'll. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see uh, when you get uh, further along. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious to compare notes. Yeah. Uh, what life path did you pick, Corpo? Okay, yeah, I did the same thing. Oh, I, fuck. The same thing. <laughs> I know. I was. I was hoping. I thought. I thought you. I thought. I, figured, I thought you'd go street kid. No, no, that's racist. I'm very <laughs> uppity. <laughs> I'm very uppity. I'm very bougie. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Um racist. Now <laughs> C- now CDPR um is trying to issue refunds for the game uh for people that are upset and and disaffected and and feel like they got bait and switched which you know kind of did. Um <laughs> but uh, and apparently that's even becoming a bit of a boondoggle as well because it's not 
up to CDPR to refund games unless you bought it directly from them. It's up to again, again the console. That that, <laughs> that bullshit statement right. that they put out. I, that that's what really made me mad. Yeah, dude. like that that bullshit statement of of well, uh, we understand that you might not like it, and you, you know we're working really hard, and you know we're sorry we. We put the game out there. I mean, if you really want to, if you don't, if you don't believe in us that we will right. fix this game by February, if you don't think, if you don't want to wait, I understand. I understand. You can ask someone else to give you your money back. <laughs> but you know, I mean, you know, we got paid, so the loss will be on them. Like that statement. <laughs> That statement really pissed me off, but it is expected. What I, mm. I guess I should have expected this, but what I did not expect is the 6,000 people who were like, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, sweetie. Like, <laughs> fucking. Oh, benevolent CDPR, CDPR, we're happy that you graced us with this game from the mountaintop in the first place. Right. You could you could have given us a Bunch flaming of pile fucking, of dog shit, and I would have been happy to accept it. Fucking weak-willed simp's jacking <laughs> off on Facebook <laughs> to Keanu Reeves. Look, man, I'm a fan of stuff too, yo. I really am, but I'm also like I I, I am easily spurned. Like I I am easily like yo, you did me wrong, yo. Like and saying I'm so I can hold a grudge, man. I can hold a grudge for a while. And just saying my bad ain't gonna after you punch me in the face, that ain't gonna that ain't gonna cut it, yo. They they might just, they might they might as well have fucking packed that statement in with box copies of the game. Such 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 was the timing of the statement coming out. I mean, right. for Christ's sake. I mean, yo. <laughs> wow, man. This is a this is a very interesting this is a very interesting. What a way to to cap off the gaming year! I know, right? <laughs> and, it's, and it's it's just it's just crazy. It, it it's just kind of nuts. And and again, like they even say in their statement, like oh, like you know, the management board was too focused on releasing the game, and they underestimated the scale of the problems. And I'm like, you guys, even though you're a publicly traded company, you're still a small company. Like it's not it's not like your company is being fucking money managed by dudes that you know have board meetings in the penthouse that don't talk to the people that actually work right. on the lower like, floors. Your, like, your company fuck. is not run by fucking Warren Buffett. Like <laughs> <laughs> you guys knew what you were doing. Like no no fucking be out here being like oh it's the stockholders they made us do it. <laughs> right. No they didn't like. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Take some fucking responsibility for your product. Oh man. Yeah. But again, it's there there there's not going to be a tangible price to be paid here. The game will eventually be fixed. All will be forgotten in 2 years or a year and a half or whenever whenever they feel like they need the the shot in the arm of fucking PR, they'll 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 show off a teaser trailer for Witcher 4 and nobody will remember anything that happened with yeah, with this right. launch, when people hell, when they when they get ready to release the multiplayer, people aren't gonna be like that. People are gonna be like, huh? Oh, ooh, multiplayer, and then all of that's gonna have a bunch of bugs, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. So, yeah, but, it is. So, like I said, I, I I hope for their sake that they did not uh, squander 
the decade and a half of goodwill uh, that they had built themselves uh, over over these many years. And I don't think they have, honestly. Like no, I said, I, I think, think that people so. are mad now, but time time heals all wounds, as they say. Um, but again, it's it's I'm I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> disappointed. So, all right, Dad. I it's, it's, I can't think of a better way. Uh, to 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 bring that up there. No, so accurate. New releases this week as we My get goodness. into this show proper. Forty minutes in, uh, Among Us released on Nintendo Switch today. Uh, so did one of Brad's uh, going to be in his top ten game of the year. Grindstone, go play it. It's fifteen dollars. It's really good. Uh, that came out what on the Nintendo it? Switch as well. Grindstone is kind of like a it's it's kind of a puzzle game of sorts. Where you have this dude and you have to tear through these monsters, but the monsters are one of three or four different colors. And you want to create long chains, but you can only you can only attack monsters of the same color each turn unless you can uh, spawn the titular grindstone, uh, which lets you then switch to a different color mid mid slashing. And that's how you build like these really long chains. And it's just a bunch of puzzle rooms. Uh, it was the only game that I really played the shit out of when I had my Apple Arcade subscription for a while and played it so much that I beat it um, on iPhone. They kind of retro, they, they kind of redesigned it to work well in the Nintendo Switch so you can use the touchscreen to drag it to to draw your path in handheld mode or you can just use the analog stick to to do your way through as well. I was playing before we got on. Like I said, super fun. It's on sale for 15 bucks right now. Uh, it's really good. Uh, Calico. Comes out for PS4, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Uh, Collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend comes to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Gears 5 Hive Busters. Is this is a uh, mode within Gears 5, I would assume, that's releasing I today? Think it's, uh, I think it's uh, either a mode or an expansion, one of the two. There I can't go. remember. Well, that's coming to Xbox and PC. Uh, and then MXGP 2020 uh, releases on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Wow, they're still releasing Gears Five content. Yeah, good, good on them. Uh, there, there might be a reason for that, as we'll cover uh, later in the show, because <laughs> uh, Gears Five might have to carry the torch for the old Xbox for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but more on that to come. I, uh oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yes, excellent. Um. Check out, uh, go to youtube.com slash dense pixels. Click uh, subscribe and click the bell icon to be notified. Almost like a real YouTuber. When, when, <laughs> when this, no, 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 you real YouTubers are like, youtube.com slash dense pixels, smash that subscribe button, smash that bell notification icon, follow my Patreon. Uh, that's, also, that's, they would have opened the show with, uh, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's up, guys? It's your boy, Dense Pixel, here. <laughs> like and subscribe. Smash it. Like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> subscribe to all of our podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, including the Nerdpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, Coming Distractions. There's a new Coming Distractions yes. review. Yes. Uh, did you do that? I haven't I listened that. to it yet because I want to watch the movie. I haven't yes, listened to it Yes, I got a digital screener of Promising Young Woman. Um, 
which is uh, very good. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I was, I was saw the trailer. I was like, all right, I got to see this. So mm-hmm. uh, good. I, I, That's on. I will, I will check out your review on coming distractions, and you get the weekly preview episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. If that's not enough. Go to densepixels.com slash premium, and for $5 a month or $50 a year, you get access to all of the premium content, including the airing of grievances, No Time to Bleed, The Men with the Golden Tongues, Upstage Conversation, and the full episodes of the Look Forward Political Podcast. I did not see one up yet. That might be because we're recording it after we record this. Ah, okay. So Also, there is a new episode of Upstage Conversation that we'll be releasing this week. And it is oh, on. Is it, is it, uh, is it uh, uh, Cats? It is Cats. Oh, shit. With yeah. one uh, Andrew Andrew Gaston. Yes. One, one Andrew finally got his comeuppance for making me watch Rent. <laughs> <laughs> that should be very, very It's by far the longest, and I'm pretty sure we're going to make that public as well. Um, (laughs) You you won't even need a premium subscription to listen to me and Andy talk about cats for an hour and 15 minutes. (laughs) So uh, into the news, uh, Nintendo did as they've been apt to do lately, and that's release a Nintendo Direct Mini with like less than 24 hour notice. Uh, and then drop that shit on YouTube. It was uh, mostly it was mostly indie driven. Uh, actually, I think it was exclusively driven. Dri- indie driven. Uh, the two biggest pieces of news to come from the show uh, we talked about Among Us, uh, the 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 sensation of 2020 uh, releasing on the Nintendo Switch today. So hey, all those that have been asking uh, if we'd stream it, you might now get your wish at some point. Eventually, once we figure out how that works. So look forward possibly to that to come. Uh, the other big news is that both Spelunky and Spelunky 2 uh, are going to be getting Nintendo Switch ports in the summer, uh, which I'm pretty excited about because I'd like to play Spelunky 2, but I really don't want to play it on the PlayStation. Like, it just feels like a Switch game to me. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna wait for that to come out, and and we'll certainly play it there as well. Uh, just the r- other big big thing out of this is that super meat boy forever is going Mm -hmm. to be a console exclusive at launch and it launches on the switch next week yes never played any of the super meat boy games or i guess the super meat boy game because i I think there's only one um but uh i know a lot of people are very excited about that uh again we talked about calico uh they talked about that here which is about running a cat cafe so you know if you're into that uh you got that going for you uh, when the past was around as a point-and-click puzzle game, uh, Cyber Shadow, a side-scrolling ninja game about fighting robots, is coming out in January. And then there's a bunch of other indie games that are coming out uh, later on next year. Nothing that was like super huge or you know jaw-dropping or anything like that. So, no. uh, I, like I said, I was super excited that they did the stealth release for Grindstone. I've been looking forward to that coming out on Switch for quite a while because I don't want to pay five dollars a month to Apple just to play that game. So. Mm. I'm happy to pay 15 to grindstone and just call it a day Yeah. at the end of the day there. So that was pretty cool. Uh, we got some interesting release delay news from our good friends over at Microsoft who said that Halo oh Infinite boy. is now coming out in the fall <laughs> of 2021. Yeah. God damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I must. Like, I can't believe that at any point they were like, 
yo, we're going to release this game. They as a as they a day thought one this was going series. to happen as recently as July. Yeah. They yes. thought back in July this will come out in November. Out no problem. Uh, you want to know? Uh, keep talking. Keep talking. Yeah, I'm, I, like like so. In July, they were under the belief that oh, it'll come out in November. This will not be a problem. And now the game is not coming out till November next year. Yeah, it turns out it's a big problem. Yeah, it is a significant problem. You want to know how confident they were that this game was coming out? How confident were they? Oh, is it? Could they put it on the back of the box of their it's new on console? The back of the box, dude. It's on the back of the box. To be fair, Micah, to be fair, what the fuck else are they going to put on the back of their console box? They're going to put Marcus Phoenix on the back. Get out of here. You're going to put Master Chief. They're going to put fucking Mr. Chef on their box. That's right. They do it every generation. See, what, what, what they didn't tell us back when they first showed off Halo Infinite gameplay and told us it was coming out at launch, they, what they meant is that Master Chief was coming to Fortnite at Xbox X console launch, not... Not yeah. Halo Infinite coming out. I, easy, Correct. easy confusion. It's our fault, really, for not understanding what they were trying to explain uh, when they announced that news. I have to say. Uh, look, we're having fun, but at the same time, like, good on them for what? not releasing a broken piece of yep. shit. I yep. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you take as much time as you need, right? It, but but again, it's just I I can't. I, I just can't like this is I don't know I don't like it's 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 amazing to me that again this was supposed to be their big tentpole launch title for Xbox yeah. Series X so yeah I uh, you know it, God damn it 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 sucks but uh, you know it would suck a lot more if because uh, look I don't know if they would have the goodwill that. Uh, CD Projekt Red apparently. Uh, I think among their fans, they kind of sort of do in some ways, but not. But I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really in touch with I the mean, uh, Halo universe. So. Maybe, maybe because people would would find a reason to justify their five hundred dollar purchase. But um, uh, look, just uh, release it when it's done. Mm-hmm. Like I get it now, man. Like we, we gave we gave uh, people gave Valve. All the all the crap that you know, or 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 was it Valve? Who was who? Who was the company that was just like, "We'll release it when it's done." Um, I don't know. I can't remember. But like, I mean, Valve point, Valve does take that stance with a lot of their games. So yeah, like at this point, like it's fine, dude. Just release it when it's done. I I got plenty to play. That is true, but I'm still gonna enjoy the. Uh, Oh, the you know, but, but, yeah. look, I'm not I'm not telling you not to look, I, look, I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, meanwhile, Sony's dropping fucking, you know, Miles Ma- Ma- Morales comes out and Sony's like, ah, oh, you know, sorry, you know, you got to choose between 60 FPS or ray tracing. And then like two weeks later, Insomniac's like, or do you? Because <laughs> <laughs> let's just make this uh, yeah, shit happen. That, that was the first thing I did. Uh, you lose 4K. All right, whatever. Yeah, that's not as big. That's not as big a deal as as gaining, you know, 60 yeah, FPS with your these, pretty with your pretty mirrors and windows and stuff. Yeah, it it's worth it. It's <laughs> worth it. You lose 4K and you lose uh, you lose um, uh, pedestrian density, like population. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. 
I don't give a damn. I'm not, uh, again, I'm not counting individual people to see if they do something wrong, right? Like, that's not my goal. My goal is to uh, swing with the buttery smoothness of a, of, of a black teenager. That's, uh, <laughs> and, that's and, see, and seeing your reflection on the glass windows as you fly by, essentially. Uh, yeah, and giving myself a dope-ass pose while I'm doing it, like, looking at myself. <laughs> like, yeah, man. I like that retracing stuff, man. Uh, it gets me going, dude. I like I said, the I, I, the the first game that showed me, oh, this is next gen, was that Ratchet and Clank demo that they fucking showed over mm, the summer. Yeah, so yeah. can't wait, can't, can't, can't wait for that fucking game to come out. It's gonna be cool shit. Um, the the big three uh, in the gaming industry, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, released a joint statement uh, today saying that they are pledging together to make gaming quote safer. Uh, for younger game players, uh, the statement says, we believe that hate and harassment or exploitation of younger players in any way have no place in gaming. We partner with our community to promote safe gaming behavior and encourage the use of reporting tools to call out bad actors. Uh, we comply with all local laws and will respond to all lawful requests from law enforcement. We promptly notify law enforcement if we observe unlawful conduct or where we believe a player is at risk of imminent harm. Um, they didn't really spell out any specific things that they're going to do in order to uh, take this initiative. This is more of a general tenor of ways that they hope to improve in the future. Uh, it seems a little hollow for a statement coming out from all three of the biggest companies in gaming who very rarely do anything like this. Um, it, 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 and very, in very infrequently in an official capacity. No less. I mean, the last time that they, all three of them spoke out about something was when Jeff Keighley got, you know, Reggie, Phil, and and Sean Layden on the stage together at the Game Awards to talk about how much they like gaming. Like, that wasn't even really a fucking, <laughs> you know, a fucking thing. So um, I'd like to understand more about what this is. Um, but anything yeah. to make gaming safer for young people is a good thing, considering, sure. I guess. So friend, co- friend code's coming to Microsoft and Sony. That's that's how I'm reading this. Uh, <laughs> that's how I'm reading this press release. <laughs> Holy shit. A couple weeks ago, uh, it was reported that 2K, or Take-Two rather, was buying uh, racing game developer Codemasters. Uh, apparently, EA, uh, much like a a shitty person on eBay swooping in in the last 15 seconds of the auction ending and outbidding you, uh, apparently came in and topped their bid, uh, bidding $1.2 billion uh, for Codemasters, and now Electronic Arts is acquiring uh, the racing game giant, which is probably not what fans of Codemasters wanted to hear. I mean, look, I mean, in, in reality, in reality, with, with those two companies, it's six in one hand, half dozen in the other. But I guess Take Two has a better public perception. I would say so. As EA than EA does. So yeah, yeah they're not the worst company in America. <laughs> right. not the worst company in America. So 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 what what shitty Need for Speed game is Codemasters going to be forced to work on? That's that's the question that uh <laughs> that has to be asked, I guess. Need oh, need, need 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 for Speed Mud. It's gonna be it's gonna be like a dirt <laughs> game, but it's Need for Speed instead. <laughs> Off road <laughs> racing with fucking sports cars. That's what I'm waiting for. And the cops chasing them. Right. Take yeah. take take your Porsche uh, need through for a- speed, Need for Speed Hazard <laughs> County. There you go. 
It'll be a Dukes of Hazard Need for Speed. Not a off-road oh. stuff. You got your supercar and your General Lee. You got the car. You got Sheriff J.W. Pepper back there trying to catch him. Yeah, there you go. Well. Uh, the fine folks over at Epic Games, uh, the developers of Fortnite, are once again revolutionizing gaming, guys. So, so there's a new mode in Fortnite. And it's called the Spy Within. And what happens is you have 10 players. And among those 10 players are two spies. And the two the players that are spies know that they're spies, but the other players don't know that they're spies. So while while everyone's working among the the group of players that that's working they're, they're, the spies are trying to take out the other players and the other players like you can like when someone dies you can you can meet and try to figure out who the spy is and and try to kick so those Brad, out Brad, what you're saying is that if you and I are agents we yes. would have to be concerned that there is a spy among us that's true we have to be concerned about that and like if michael was a spy for example and he was acting was you know suspect or you know sus you know that's two two syllables is too many. Let's say Michael was a little sus, then we could we could discuss it and and boot Micah out. I'm so glad that Fortnite uh, is has revolutionized has invented. In- <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Fortnite is ripping off Among Us. <laughs> so this is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, look, it was bound to happen. Again, again, I I have to, here, let me stretch out my arm here and give ourselves a pat on the back. (laughs) Uh, Wasn't it us who who said that Fortnite was the apple of the gaming industry? Yeah. Essentially. (laughs) Like, this is the most apple shit that I've ever seen. In yeah, my entire they take life. It, they they gloss it up, they <laughs> charge you a premium for it, and then they say, Oh, look, look at this thing that has been around for two generations ago. Now this is um, now this is a limited time event within Fortnite. So they say. <laughs> so they Unt- say until it rakes in a bunch of money. <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna monetize it, but they're gonna monetize it. But yeah. So so among us or a mode that is blatantly ripping off Among Us, or which again, it's not as if Among Us is some original thing. Among Us is just Werewolf or it's the Werewolf. Resistance or you know Mafia or pick your tabletop game wrapped up in a video game skin. Um, but that's coming to Fortnite. <laughs> so you got that to look forward to. Hey man, that's the reason why they're so successful. It is. They got their finger on the pulse. It is. It is. Uh, <laughs> finally, speaking of speaking of having your finger on the pulse, Micah, uh, Twitch <laughs> has decided <laughs> recently <laughs> to ban the Confederate flag and racist emote usage with their new conduct policy that came out. How is this not a thing that they decided to do a long time ago? What uh what is a racist emote? Uh like, do you like in Twitch do you just kind of like make your own emotes and then just like populate them or are well, they Well, emotes have to be approved. Mm-hmm. Um like my channel has a custom emote and it's fucking Isaac from Golden Sun wearing sunglasses. Um stupid, you know. Um uh, but 
you know, I, I guess people have had like Confederate related emotes that have gotten approved. Um, so I imagine Twitch will be cracking down on those um, because it's like they're like, oh, we're banning our like we're banning the Confederate flag emote. And I saw a lot of people being like, I can't believe Twitch had a Confederate flag emote before. And it's not like Twitch as a company had one, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But like individual streamers okay, have yeah. probably had them. Um, so, so those will have to be removed. Um, and as far as racist use of emotes, um, as as the article says, um, people yeah. have used emotes in chat specifically by spamming global emotes of black streamers such as Tryhard or Kamunbra as a stand-in for racist content that would otherwise explicitly break Twitch's rules. Um, <laughs> So if you want to, so yeah. if you if you think someone is 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 acting like uh, like 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 someone is, if you want to be a racist and you throw at this black guy's face, then uh, then that's code. Like like the yeah, it's it's basically over. well understood, you know, Twitch chat code for, you know, okay. I I I want to say the n word, but like I know I'll get banned if I say it, so I'm going to do this instead. Well, I mean, like. Uh, I don't know what's more offensive, like showing a picture of a random black guy making a face or like throwing up a ninja emoji, right? Because right. isn't that what the insane clown posse do? They want to call each other niggas, but like they know it's wrong. So they just <laughs> substitute one word, uh, a, 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 a word that's traditionally not used in a negative way for a negative word, even though when you do that, you are just making that word the negative word now. Like, I. It's not the word; it's the intent. It's the, it's right. the context that the word is being right. used in. So, you can call me a dog-faced pony soldier <laughs> for if you want. Uh, if you say it in a way that is like you, you fucking dog-faced pony soldier. Like, oh, oh, <laughs> right, that sounds like a slur now. Like, right, right. like ah, you dog-faced pony soldier, get over here! Right, like people don't understand. That. Yeah, but it's also the word too. Don't fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a pass for jack to start calling people niggas get out of here <laughs> don't say that shit around me or in general really not just not oh, just yeah, around I, I, you look, look, yeah i, I look I'm, I'm i'm a realist right <laughs> just like just, just like with this cyberpunk game i'm not gonna nitpick all the little bugs you want to say it in the prophecy of your own home go ahead and say it do me the respect of not saying it to my face <laughs> or in my presence. I'm I'm gonna go with you shouldn't say it at all. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the answer you should go with. <laughs> <laughs> As a respectable white person, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say, don't say that. <laughs> so so for those keep score home, Micah just gave white folks permission to do it in the sanctity of your own house, essentially. Do whatever you want in your own home. Do whatever you want. It's America, Jack. You can do whatever you want in your home as long as you're not hurting nobody. Or in animals. Don't hurt animals. I don't like animals, but I don't want to see them hurt. Anyway. Uh go to. Are you finished, Brad? Oh, I'm done. Go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. When you go there, see, thought I was gonna say it again. When you go there for all of your Amazon purchases. You help the it, you help the show by giving us a finder's fee for all of the purchases that you make. 
Uh, go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. W is French for W or double V, which is what a W is. It's just two V's. I don't know why they don't call it double V. You're so cultured. I am. He is the most cultured. That's true. Uh, swept up in all of the cyberpunk news and really drowned out by it. Uh, and all the Disney news. So, so like, yeah. th- like, like Thursday. <laughs> it was like, I, I feel like the fucking Sabrina being given too many plates of pancakes image was perfect <laughs> to sum up Thursday evening because it was like, we had the fucking Disney investors meeting where it was like all this Marvel stuff and all this Star Wars stuff and like actual Disney stuff. And then we had all of the shit at the game awards here's, as well. Here's how to touch I am. So I didn't I didn't watch the game awards because I was playing Cyberpunk. But I was checking on Twitter every now and then and I was really confused. I'm like, does Jeff Keeley have that much stroke that he's able to announce Disney stuff during the game awards? I was like, what is going on? No. Two different events. Yeah, then I learned there were just two two events happening in sequence. Um so I <laughs> The, and, and the announcements, when did the Game Awards become, like, E3, essentially? Like, 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 like they're E3 like condensed year, in three hours. I like would it's, say within the last year. It's, in, it's insane. Yeah. To, to the point that I feel like I need to blow through the award winners. Because it's the, like the the things that won the awards pale in comparison to the announcements. Right, it's like, all right, cool, Last of Us Part 2 won all of the big ones. It, which it is, which, which I... I can't. I'm so. I'm so. No. It, it. It's a little surprising. I'm angry about it. I'm angry about uh, yeah. it. Yeah. I'm angry. I, about I think it. a lot of people wanted Hades. Uh, no, I would. I would have taken. I would have taken Ghost, Ghost of Shishima. Yeah. I, I think a lot Shishima. of people wanted Ghost of Shishima just because that is a. Uh, you know, as as much as Hades is the the little engine that could, uh, everyone's a sucker for a AAA game, right. and um, uh, apparently. And um, uh, look, I haven't played The Last of Us Part Two. If it gets stocked down to twenty dollars, maybe I'll play it. But uh, I've said this before about the first Last of Us, and I think it is true about this one. Uh, the Last of Us is a a an okay story. Uh, it's a subpar story told okay with a lot of polish. Yeah. And 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 it's not a very interesting stealth game, right? You you it, Unchart- it's it's framed the same way as Uncharted. Uh, uh, you cutscene. You walk to an arena, and then uh, you do what you need to do in the arena. In Uncharted's case, it's a gunfight. In Last of Us' case, it's sneaking around, and then you exit that arena. You walk to another arena, or you walk to another cutscene. Um, that's the flow. Now, mm-hmm. interestingly, uh, Last of Us also won best game direction. Now, an article came out on Kotaku that I found very interesting. And that is that said any studio that engages in developer crunch should not be eligible to win an award for best game direction. I fully agree. And I don't think that's unreasonable. No, because clearly you did not direct your game appropriately if your developers end up in crunch. Yes. (laughs) So that's interesting. And compare that to Supergiant Games where they had this big article about the the culture there where it's like they require people to take time off um you know they they 
they don't do crunch. They're very staunchly anti-crunch. Um, and Hades came out and is one of the most beloved games of the year. Um, so I think Game Direction probably should have gone to Supergiant. Yeah, just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, narrative, uh, Last of Us Part Two as well. Again, there's just, I don't know, there's just better games telling better stories. It's not as good as you think it is just because you because, shot people and, and because you know. it's because it's because it's framed like a movie. Yeah. yeah. That's why they, that's why people love it, because it's framed like a movie. That's and I'm not one of those people like, don't get me wrong. Right. I'm not one of those people who hates this. This this like if you say anything negative about it, I feel like you get pigeonholed into the bigots. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hi, no, like I'm a gay the game is not interesting. <laughs> it just, yeah, it's just we're not we're not bigots here. Uh, I played the first one. It just didn't it didn't grab me. I hated Joel. I guess that's I guess I should play the second one because I hated Joel in the first one. Right. But um, yeah, I just I, I, I I'm a little surprised. Mm. Uh, I was happy to see No Man's Sky winning for best ongoing yo, game. Yo, it was so fucking funny when that won too. Cause like I was watching the Game mm-hmm. Awards live and uh, No Man's Sky won best ongoing game. And fucking Sean Murray was like in the middle of a drink of his beer and like fucking choked on it and was just like, fuck, like into the <laughs> mic. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in the moment. It was very funny. Um, honestly, good for the the guys at No Man's Sky. I have uh, and at, at Hello Games, I've said many times on the show that like I I kind of want to get back into it. Um, the fact that I have finished Age of Calamity and I don't really have anything coming out until February at this point. Like mm. maybe I might spend the next few weeks flying around in space. We'll see. Um, but they clearly turned that game into something really worth playing. And um, yeah, Sean Murray was just like. I thought we were going to lose to Fortnite. We lose every year to Fortnite. So <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny in the moment, but uh, was super happy for for those guys. I uh, I called Fall Guys winning community support, um, well deserved. Like I said, they're they're kind of like the little studio that could, in a lot of ways, this year uh, with as big as that game has been. But the fact they've really held it together despite having a really small crew. Uh, Hades won action game, which is cool. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake won RPG of the Year, which is not surprising at all. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 winning, sorry, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate winning fighting game of the year. No, fuck off. Here. Sucks. <laughs> like, 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 that's that that's stupid. Um, Animal Crossing won the Animal Crossing Award this year, which was best <laughs> yeah, family best game. Family like, game. they they shouldn't have even nominated anything else. Like, that was, yeah. obviously it was going to win. Um, Tony Hawk. Uh, yeah, nice, nice, nice to see. Best, best nice to see. Honestly, like, I, I yeah. I'm perfectly happy with that. Um, kind of cool that Among Us uh, took home multiplayer, multiplayer game of the year over Among Warzone and Fall Guys. Among Us also won best mobile game. Um, yes. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So all all around. Uh. Except for the lav like like Last of Us two winning all the big awards is like when that like movie that is really pretentious at the Oscars. Like sweet, all the big categories when you it's know like, that there's that's the- like Green Book winning best picture. A few <laughs> that is ago. the perfect analogy. That is the <laughs> perfect analogy. It is because that game had that game had Game Awards bait written all over it. Like and that is the perfect analogy. Now, the the trailers and announcements, though. Now, Carrie, I know why you put what you put first. On the I put it first list. because it happened first. That, that's, that's that's fair, fine. but here's the problem: is that you are overruled two to one yeah, in, ter- in terms of excitement. <laughs> Micah, 
They dropped a teaser for the new Mass Effect. Out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. At first I was like, oh, is this like a new like trailer for the remaster? I was like, well, I don't remember this. And at first, uh, like the the lead up, because it was just like space. And I was like, apparently there was like a Reaper noise. And I was like, I don't know what that is. So I was just like, is this Starfield? Like, are we getting the Starfield trailer? And then it was Mass Effect. And I was like, neat. <laughs> so uh a little more enthusiasm than neat. I if you are if you are uh if you are not a fan of Mass Effect, I apologize in advance. Micah, we're diving deep on the trailer. So look, here's the thing. This might be a sequel to both to both games. It looks like it might be a sequel to both games. So they show both galaxies during the trailer. Yeah, they do. They show both galaxies. They show the collector base for Mass Effect 2. They show dead mass relays. They started talking about the first contact war, and I'm like, oh, my God, are we getting a first contact game? No, we're not. They mention Arc 6, Micah. The Quarian Arc, the last arc to leave the Milky yeah. Way galaxy to go to go to Andromeda. We got the Reaper noise, of course. I mean, come on. What are you gonna do? Uh it's post Reaper War. There there there's some audio that suggested that uh that the that the that the that's happening. We've lost contact. Is anyone receiving this? You'll you'll of course recall at the end of Mass Effect 3, all of the mass relays in in the galaxy went out when 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 the Reapers went went dead, essentially, which is fantastic. We see the new ship that came out in in the in the uh, the concept art that they released recently. We see what appears to be so so. There's a figure scaling what looks like a mountain, Micah. It's probably actually a dead reaper that this mysterious figure yeah, that, was scaling yeah, up ex- uh, scaling up the arm of. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because just looking at the just looking at the texture and the ridges on the. On the actual ground itself, it looks like a it looks like a, 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 a one of those Reaper tentacles. Yeah, and she picks up a helmet uh, with the N seven logo on it, piece of the N seven helmet. And then at the at the apex of the trailer, we see another dead Reaper in the background, and the figure slightly turns toward the camera, and it's Liara. But it's not just Liara; it's an aged Liara to Sony. Now, for those of you not familiar with Mass Effect lore. The Asari species is a species that lives for a thousand years or more in, in the Mass Effect game world. And people might be saying, well, how can this be a sequel to Andromeda? The, the journey to Andromeda took over 650 years. Well, Leonardo Sony was a young, a young woman during the Mass Effect trilogy. Yeah, 600 was, uh, plus, yeah. She, she was, she was a, 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 a new scientist. Like yes. Just, yeah, she was... She was a kid, essentially, right? Yes. Like people were commenting on the fact that, like, like because humans could live to like around 150 in this in this timeline, right? And 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 I remember a conversation about how, oh yeah, yeah, I, I was 150 like a long time ago. Like this is this is a young Liara. So I, uh, yo, and and they're not on Earth because Earth does not have multiple moons, as as they <laughs> as they showed as they showed later. So pretty interesting. I'm I'm you know, I'm not even upset that this game isn't gonna, gonna come out for four years. 
I mean, you know, you gotta uh, you gotta sell copies of the uh, legendary edition. And That's then, right. You know, the legendary. Michael, edition. what if what if they Super. put some kind of a new epilogue into the legendary edition? That that's that's supposed to serve as sort of a. That's what I'm thinking, right? Because everyone is so excited about this, mm-hmm. but apparently they forgot that Mass Effect Three is in it, <laughs> and and everyone apparently <laughs> hates the Mass Effect Three ending. Um, it's it's not a great ending, but it's not like, you know, what are you gonna do? Um, I it, it, but I think that they are going to kind of take a mulligan mm-hmm. uh in order to set things up well they they do they if if this does take place after mass effect 3 which it it can't not right right they do have to pick one of those endings to be the canonical one right well uh, or do they yeah i don't well i guess this is technically just a remaster it's not like a like I don't think they're they they didn't say that they were developing new like assets for this game, right? right? So okay, you could pick one of them to be the canonical ending, um, and and but for like like story purposes, mm-hmm. you could throw in like a video or something at the end of it, or or I I don't know I don't know man I don't know like I Shepard can die right. Mm-hmm. God, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hate the Mass Effect 3 ending as much as everyone, but I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to find a way to retcon parts of the ending mm-hmm. so, that, so that you can... Oh, what if, what if they don't give you like... Because all three options were somewhat similar. What mm-hmm. if they scrap the, the three options? Well, they can't because it's just three master. I don't, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what they're doing, but I'm excited. And I want more. And we'll have to wait. And we'll have to because that because that was very much a tease in the in the truest sense of the word. Yeah, they were they pulled a they pulled a James Bond will return. What a what a <laughs> what a way to like like it, 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 it that trailer was based on the reaction that I saw from the community. That trailer was was the Listerine that washed the bad taste of Andromeda out of the mouths of many a jaded Mass Effect fan <laughs> as soon as they saw it. Uh, oh, fucking man. dope, Carrie. Yeah, the floor is yours. Uh, Sephiroth's going to Smash Brothers. Is <laughs> revealed in the trailer. It was a cool trailer. The Game Awards. <laughs> it was really funny. So, like for me, like you know, it's it's got to do with the story mode. We've got all the rest of the Smash roster, and they're trying to fight the big swirly biblical angel thing. Um, and then like it gets cut in half and I knew it was like the first fucking hit of one winged angel. I was like, it's Sephiroth <laughs> like, <laughs> because one winged angel is seared into every active brain cell that's left in my body. Um, so yeah, Sephiroth has come to smash brothers, uh, seemingly specifically to torment cloud. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Apparently, he will be releasing by the end of the month. I believe this coming Thursday. Um, Sakurai is doing like a streamed presentation, yeah, like a like a like a deep dive. That, yeah, that, they're they're going to showcase how he plays. Um, yeah. I'm actually watch that. Like I, I, I didn't watch the one with. Uh, I, I watched the one with. Um, uh, 
Powell Wave. What's that guy? Terry. Terry, yeah. Because uh, he's a huge fan. And I have to assume, because, you know, he's a he's a video game player, that he's a huge fan of Sephiroth. I don't even know if he's, like, a huge fan of Sephiroth or if they decided to put him in because, like, the remake released this year and Cloud is already in it. Um, I'm curious as far as um, since every character, every DLC character for Smash Brothers has also received, like, a new stage and whatnot as well. So I'm curious as to how his stage is going to look and whatnot. Um, Cause this now means we're going to have a couple of final fantasy stages, but uh, yeah, I was just like, all right, cool. I guess I just have one winged angel stuck in my fucking head <laughs> for the next week. I mean, like Great. his stage has to be like Nibelheim, right? Like it's gotta be like Nibelheim on fire. Right. Or I mean, or, uh, I, would I, I, I assume so. I don't know. I don't know. But, but uh yeah man it i mean look i'm not gonna lie kind of got a little hype kind of got, <laughs> got, yeah. got a little hype yeah i got a little yeah. hype i don't even like final fantasy 7 and i got a little hype i was just like neat <laughs> i like final fantasy 7 i think it's i i think people need to calm down about it but i like but i do enjoy it and it's it's cool to see sephiroth and cloud in something like like even if it was like that back ass advent children movie (laughs) like it's cool to see those because they're very unique looking characters and they're characters that are they're characters that are part of gaming culture at this point yeah um just that music alone like it's yeah it was that first like and i was just like motherfucker (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) and it makes sense right you got you got one in there and they come, you know, they have they generally have uh fighters in pairs there, right? Like yeah. you know, it, it makes sense. Oh, like you got your you got your Final Fantasy hero and now you got your Prime Finals your Final Fantasy villain. So Yeah, yeah. And look, it's better than Frank or Steve or Jim or whatever that 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 Minecraft guy is. Ugh. So uh there's a teaser shown for a new perfect dark game that is coming to Xbox uh from New Studio The Initiative. Little curious about it. Yeah. Um but this doesn't really tell me anything. No. So uh Arc 2 is coming <laughs> out. Arc 2 Fury. Starry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh starring one Benjamin Diesel uh in in the new game. It's like this trailer, first of all, this trailer was like a hundred years long. Right. And it was like Vin Diesel fighting goblins and being chased by a T-Rex. And then like he goes underground and there's like weird technology. And I don't know what's going but, on. But here, but, but here's like, the why thing. Why is Vin Diesel here? Here's here's the thing. That's not all because there's also an animated arc series uh coming to I guess Netflix? Or something. I don't know. I it, don't fucking know, but it's gonna have Gerard Butler and Malcolm McDowell in and it. and David Tennant and Carl Urban and Russell Crowe and, and Alan Tudyk and, and Michelle Yeoh and Jeffrey Wright. Wow. Yeah, I don't know where they're getting the money. Like, where are the arc people getting the money for this? I, just, I don't know. I think they're getting people know. on the cheap because they ain't got nothing to do. That's also entirely possible. I mean, Ark was really successful, so I guess it made a lot of money. So there's that. It's so odd seeing Vin Diesel in this. It is. Yeah, I was very confused because I did not immediately recognize him 
And I was like, what is he doing here? What's and, uh, you on? know, Vin Diesel is a, a, a very well-known dork. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, his stage the- name is is taken from his Dungeons and Dragons character. Like, right. Which I, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, but I, I can't imagine that they would have diesel fuel in Dungeons and Dragons. So where the name would come from, I, I don't know. I don't no. know. It's, it sounds like a, it sounds like a transformer name, but um, yeah, he's a big dork. And I love that he's letting his geek flag fly. Um, it just, it's just weird. It's just weird. Like I can kind of see um, uh, Keanu Reeves as Johnny Silverhand, right? He kind of looks like the what Johnny Silverhand looks like. Uh, Johnny Silverhand is a rocker, and you know uh, Keanu Reeves has a band. Like I like I can see it. Vin Diesel, I just associate with cars now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very difficult for me to not see car you know, cars and shitty mid 2000 action movies yeah well he wanted to be a spy fuck you triple x get out of here man <laughs> uh ghost and goblins is getting a re- remade version uh for the nintendo switch along with uh the capcom arcade stadium which is gonna be a compilation of retro capcom games as they were released as they were originally released in arcades uh, so that's going. I never liked Ghosts and Goblins. That game is hard and it is not fun. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, Left 4 Dead Part 3, uh, which we knew about. It's called Back for Blood. Uh, I mean, yeah. We, 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 we've seen this before. That was a new trailer. This is Left 4 Dead 3, even though it's not called Left 4 Dead, which is fine. Yeah. And then uh, we got another tease trailer from a uh, little game. Little, I want to crack that egg wide open. Little little, little video game, uh, also from Bioware called a uh, Dragon Age. Yo, that motherfucking egg! I'm gonna beat the shit out of that dude. What I what is up with the like kind of like sort of modern looking aesthetic in like one of the towns in the game, which was yeah, weird. and like one of the um. Because it was like, you know, they're, they're still highlighting like your three classes, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you have a fighter and a rogue and like a mage, basically. But it's like, oh, you know, you don't need a magic hand to be the hero. This is your story and how you want to tell it and whatever. Um, you know, just RPG bullshit, right? Um, yeah, so uh, the expected new setting is Tevinter, um, which I think is like a much bigger, more populous city. I don't think it's modern but it is it's the big city more 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 of a true metropolis um though still very much high fantasy yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's just you know this is the new york city of 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 this world um yeah fuck the inquisitor right no you don't need a magic hand whoa 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 whoa, bro Yeah, you know, I didn't use you much because I, you know, I'm a heightist. I don't use dwarves in my party, um, and I was the and I was the ranger, so I, I have no use for you and Bianca. But, but come on, bro, we were we were cool, man. Eric, <laughs> out of here, man. Uh, look, I I am excited. Uh, this got me excited enough to want to start playing to want to replay Dragon Age Inquisition because uh, I really like that game. 
I want to go back just to be mean to Solus the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I just want to tell that fucking egg to eat shit and die. <laughs> Could you imagine if like you romanced Solus? Uh, no, I can't. Because at <laughs> no point did I did did I find him attractive. I played through good. Dragon Age twice. I romanced uh, Cullen the first time because he's a Disney prince who just happens to have a heroin problem, and <laughs> <laughs> and then I went back to ride the bull. So. <laughs> Oh, I might have to. I might have to. Uh, I might have to romance one of the dudes. The women weren't. Um, they, you know, Cassandra was very. Cassandra was uh, the only reasonable option. Yeah, yeah. I romanced Cassandra, and even then, she's still very like standoffish to me. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Look, all right. I respect her. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not That's attracted it. to her. You know what I mean? She's not really my type. Um, yeah. I like. If if you're a female in your planet, like you gonna you gonna, I mean you got a Kunari, Sarah. You got uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sarah's the worst. Holy shit, yeah. Sarah's fucking obnoxious. And she's like, yeah. I'm a lesbian. You want a scissor? And I'm like, I don't. I'm like, I don't. I really don't. Yeah, she's, she... <laughs> I gotta play that she's game again. awful. <laughs> I gotta play that game again. So, oh, so those are your announcements from uh, from the game awards. <laughs> like I said, it was all 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 that. I could care less about uh, any a of those bunch of other stuff. It, so. Sort of worth mentioning in passing. Um, fucking Callista Protocol looks like the sort of Dead Space successor. Um, near replicant gameplay was highlighted. Um, Oddworld Soulstorm is coming out next year. Um, Elder Scrolls Online is going to Oblivion, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some other like indie games and whatnot oh and uh among us is getting a new map early next year that they highlighted at the game awards the airship very good so uh we go to the post office you can ask us your questions every week we will answer some of them on the show uh this will be quick this week because we're already running long uh anthony asks what kind of technological feats are you looking forward to for games on the next gen systems well hopefully ones that operate correctly and are in a playable state (laughs) when (laughs) when they release (laughs) Those are uh, that's really all I'm looking for. Mm. That and that sweet ray tracing at 60 fps. <laughs> um, you remember back in the day, the the the, uh, the water effects mm. were like the thing that uh, proved that you knew how to make a game because you because you you your water looked good, as, yeah. as my friend Mark would say. <laughs> um, yeah, it's I guess it's going to be lighting, and for me, uh, accurate lighting uh and 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 how lighting is rendered is very interesting to me uh mm-hmm. almost to the point where i you would say i have made a career of it and um to see some of the ray tracing effects uh and how the light hits certain objects i i i'm looking forward to how that how that plays on like like real time characters right like I want to see like a character walk into a beam of light and ha- how the light reflects off of the person's body and stuff like that. Like that'll be, that'll be impressive for me. And for me, like I'm a, I'm a sucker for open world games. I want to see 
dense open worlds. I don't want to see big open worlds. I want dense open worlds. I want, uh, if you were to make a world that is the same size as uh, Los Santos and GTA five, I want to go in every building. Mm. That's, that's what I want to, that's what I want to see. I don't, uh, and, and I want, I want verticality. I don't, I don't need wide. You can, you can do wide. And then there are a lot of tricks that you can do with, with wide, you know, areas. I want I want dense populaces and verticality. Very good. Uh, Eric says after stealing the latest PS5s, a la Dominic Toretto and VCRs, what is your ideal getaway car? I'm not a car guy. I don't like I'm like car, cars. Don't do anything for me. They no. they are a mode of 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 transport and a tool. Nothing uh, nothing more or less yeah. for me. So. A PT cruiser, thank you. <laughs> Yo, get, out of here. get out of here. I'm a car. I am not a car guy, but I, I the PT cruiser is not a car. It is <laughs> it is the hunchback of Notre Dame of cars. And I <laughs> I, I I will be in. I will. I was in a geo storm for Ooh. a long time. That's all I. I just need a car yeah. to go from one place to to another. PT cruiser was my first car. Oh, Look, a, P- a, a PT Cruiser is ugly on the outside, but I will say uh, for for a tall man and a big oh, man, yeah, one of the spacious. most spacious interiors that uh, really my yeah. my mother in law used to have one, and I did not mind driving it because it was very. That's comfortable why I ended in, up so. with one because my dad, who's like six four, um, he bought one because of how spacious the interior is, basically. Mm-hmm. Wow! And then I ended up with it. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. Said Kia Soul, my my current car, same way. People are like it's the hamster mobile. Like it is, but it's ruby as shit, and I'm very comfortable driving in it. Yeah, so you see how big those fucking hamsters are? Like, <laughs> they got elbows in them, man. <laughs> uh Leonardo asked Carrie, was yes. there a piece of video game music you wanted the BGSO to play but it got left out? Is there a song in the playlist that isn't your favorite? In so much that is there a song that we have played that I didn't like playing? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, last November. Um, so like November 2019 uh, was our sort of like villains themed show. And we performed uh, a piece from uh, World of Warcraft, uh, which was Wrath of the Lich King. And it is nine and a half minutes long. And I did not fucking enjoy playing it at all. Um, it kind of drones on. There's a lot of like atmospheric stuff. Um, we we performed it. You can go to our fucking YouTube channel and listen to it. It's good, but like I think we only played it because our conductor uh, Tad really wanted to fucking do it because he's a big Warcraft guy, and so he subjected all of us to nine and a half minutes of wrath of the lich king can can i can i make a suggestion which i'm sorry to do to you because it's probably at least a medium difficult arrangement mm. you guys should do the the main theme from from dragon age inquisition because it's really good oh i don't think that's that difficult no. um i i think that's some like i would love to do the main theme from dragon age inquisition it's mostly a matter of fitting it within one of our planned themes yeah uh, as far as something that I wanted to do but got left out, um, same show, the the villain show, we attempted, and in so much that I, we attempted, it got rehearsed once, um, and it was just sort of too late in the season. Um, the other arranger for the orchestra, Jacob, did like a Metroid boss medley. And so it was like Creed's theme and Ridley's theme and something else. And like we tried it once and it was like, 
this is not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> level of musicianship at this point in the season, it got introduced really late and it was like, we don't have enough time to rehearse this. Um, but like Ridley's theme is difficult. Ridley's theme starts off in five, four, and it's a quick five, four. It's like, dun, 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 dun. and that's hard for a lot of musicians to, to play in five, four to begin with, but to play five, four at like 170 beats per minute kind of clip. It's hard and like it changes time signatures a few times and it was just like, this is not going to work. <laughs> like it's not. Uh, on the percussion end, especially, we just we we didn't have people with the necessary skill level to pull that off. And so it was like much as Ridley's theme fucking rips, it just like it wasn't it wasn't gonna happen. Um uh as far as stuff that we did that has been left offline, um same show, I, I actually sang Ashley's theme from WarioWare. Uh, it's the first time ever that I have sung in public, and there was some uh, audio technical issues that um, led to it sounding really bad uh, with like just a lot of nasty feedback. So uh, that's never going to see the light of day, and we'll see if I ever <laughs> sing in public again. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to end it with Amir, because Amir asks really the seminal question of our time that that has to be debated and answered is the cyberpunk launch worse than the anthem launch i'm going to say no and i'm going to say no not having played either of these <laughs> just just as a bystander here's what i'm going to say i'm going to say no because if cyberpunk works mm-hmm. on the system you're playing it on People seem to be enjoying it. I don't think anybody enjoyed Anthem. Here's the thing. Uh, Anthem worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, people enjoyed Anthem. I can't, obviously I can't speak for everyone. I enjoyed Anthem until I didn't. And, <laughs> and, and I didn't, in, and I stopped enjoying it quickly. Mm. Um, that's the, that's my issue. So, I mean, it, it it depends on what your priorities are in terms of getting a game, getting a, a complete game out with minimal, you know, collateral damage. Yeah. Anthem launched better. Um, it just didn't have the, well, it kind of had to, no, it did have a marketing push behind it. That's why everyone was so pissed when they, when they realized like, it did, oh, have, it did well, have a lot of technical really? issues though, too. Did it? I can't oh, it remember. did. It, yeah. I, I remember I, I, the stuff that I remember wasn't like things that weren't playable. It was technical issues to the point of like, hey, this starter gun that I have is better than the legendary that dropped. Well, and so that that's where Anthem's launch was bad. So it was a combination. So a lot of their technical issues were server driven, which since the game was a connected game, was going to lead to a lot of problems. Cyberpunk doesn't have that problem, obviously. Um, and because Anthem was a like a shared world shooter, it had other balancing issues. Like, like cyber, it's it's almost not fair to compare the two games because they are radically different mm. from one another. Um, because shared like looter shooters have so many other things that they have to worry about in terms of weapon balance and balancing different types of weapons and making loot interesting and making the content scale with you and having interesting content and things of that nature that games that aren't 
always connected don't have to worry about. Um, I'd say they were both rocky, but for different reasons. Both bad. Who was worse? Probably Anthem. And, but, and, and, but that's only because it did not have like, like if, if, if all the cyber, if all the CDPR stands were not, you know, vociferously defending the company, <laughs> I think it might be a different equation, but like everybody was mad at Bioware when the Anthem came out, even people that liked Bioware. Yeah. Like I said, but, uh, but again, like that, yo, I swear to God, dude, like I just, just. I don't know. I don't know. If we're going to be mad, like, let's just be mad at everybody that does something wrong. <laughs> uh, whereas, you know, to blindly, you know, like you said, hand wave away the, uh, it's a 10 out of 10. Look, I don't really give a fuck about scores, but like, this is why scores are fucked up. It's a 10 out of 10, which would imply that the game is perfect, but the game has bugs. It, even though it has bugs, it's a 10 out of 10, right? Mm. Like, it's I've I've seen a review that says that, um, so I I don't know I don't know I I I'll be glad when uh, when all this all this cyberpunk stuff is over. I'm enjoying the game. It doesn't sound like I'm enjoying it, but uh, I'm enjoying the game. I just don't like the and the reason I can't talk more about it is because I don't want to spoil it for people because mm-hmm. there are there are things that happen that uh, that I don't want to spoil for people. That's fair. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably have more on that at some point down the road. We also need to have, like, an Assassin's Creed spoiler spoiler talk once you're done. Yeah, I got to go there. back to it. You know, they sent me an email saying, you haven't finished Assassin's Creed. Like, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it, man. That's very like, funny. Right, calm down. Jesus. So... Like that that's gonna be it for the post out this week because we're running long as it is. But thank you guys very much for submitting questions. Again, don't forget to join our fan group at dentpixels.com slash fans. You too. Also my concert. Your is... concert's when tomorrow. Tomorrow. As we're recording this. Or today, as most people are listening, listening to, this. to this. Yeah. Yeah. The sixteenth, uh, eight PM Eastern. Um, head to Facebook.com slash Baltimore GSO or look up Baltimore GSO on YouTube. The link is live. I will be posting it everywhere. All day, probably, because, again, I worked really fucking hard on this show, and you better fucking watch it. So, (laughs) please support my hard work as an arranger and musician. Thank you. (laughs) As Michael would say, while you're on the internet, uh, make sure you subscribe to all the other TNP Studio shows on whatever podcatcher you like to use the most. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash dense pixels. And you can follow us on Twitch as well. I'm dense pixels, Brad, Terrence is apparition 410 and Carrie is Suffit's Carrie. Uh, that is it for us this week. Uh, we'll see y'all next time. Thanks. See you. <laughs>